Let's begin. Are you ready for the word? So um, I'm going to take this quote that I don't know too much about this pastor, a pastor from Toronto, uh, John Thompson. I don't know too much about him, but he, he did make a quote that I thought was worth, um, worth sharing. Um, he says, deliverance ministry in an age where everything is entertainment must resist the temptation or must resist the temptation to make a show out of the work of setting people free. Did you all hear that? Hear that? Deliverance ministry in an age where everything is entertainment must resist the temptation to make a show out of the work of setting people free. So casting devils out um, was and is what was a part of Jesus' ministry down here. So, and I'm going to submit this to you, um, it is a part of the church's ministry as well. Nothing that is put on display. I want to make that very clear. Um, it's not to be put on display. I, I can boldly say that um, um, there have been church services where um, if a demon has acted up, uh, the church has publicly gone to cast out that devil. And of course, when you give the devil public uh, view, he's going to act up. Now, it was not until... Um, later on in my maturity um, that when I start studying the Bible for myself and looking at it, I realize that um, the demon in the authority of Jesus' name, not our power, and we'll look at the scripture, but the authority of Jesus, he gives us the authority in his name. Um, he has the power, we have the authority, in his name to cast out devils. But if you, if you do it publicly, then publicly he's going, or it will act up. You know, I since learned that to deal with demons, um, you still use that same authority, but you just do like Jesus. You just use your authority. And, and, and it, it was then where, um, um, if I were ever gonna deal with the devil, um, it was not going to, I, 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 I would never interrupt my service to do it. And there's too many missionaries and elders, and, and I can tell you time and time again, there was a season that, um, some of y'all remember this, uh, there was a season back on Joy Road that every time I put on revival to seek for the Holy Ghost, a demon would come in. Every time. Every time. It was just like, the devil was like, I ain't going to let God's program. Uh, it was many times. I remember uh, one vividly time, I think uh, about three or four people received the Holy Ghost where a demon came in. I think the deacon Lot and Rita Rimberly took that person downstairs and dealt with them down there. Because, you know, they wanted to go right up to the front, right up to the pastor to interrupt. And there's many times where... Um, um, 
when you take authority over demons, um, you do it in a way that won't deal with servants. Now, under a tent, in a right setting, that's a little bit different. There are times where uh, demons have come under the tent, our tent revivals. Well, in that setting, you know, we may do something publicly, and that's okay. But, but, but in a church service where you have a, a lot of other people, uh, that, that demon will want to act up. And we'll t- talk more about that. Um, um, we'll talk more about that. But let's get to the word of God. Uh, so um, casting demons out, um, it, it is a part of the church's ministry. Casting demons out of bound, out of bound people is for the benefit of liber- liberty for that individual to experience the fullness of God and the blessing of God in their life. So the benefit is to to free that individual who has those influences up to experience God more fully. That that is the purpose. It is not for show. It is not to to prove how powerful you are. Uh, What did Jesus tell the disciples when they came back? high-fiving each other, saying, Jesus, even the demons are subject. Uh, You know, and he was like, don't glory because the demons are subject. Glory because your name is written. In other words, what you're doing is what you're supposed to do. Are you hearing me? So um, it is for the purpose of freeing the individual. And I can even go further further. freeing addresses, freeing um, um, regions. And we'll talk more about that where uh, demons are assigned to regions. And in Daniel, if you ever look at Daniel, when, when Daniel's prayers was hindered and he said, I was praying, but the, the angel told Daniel, I was sent with the message, but the prince of Persia. Well, the prince of Persia in, in the spiritual demonic realm it is a region, and, and there are some regions that are just demonically influenced, and we'll, we'll talk more about that later on. But um, casting devils and demons, now I'll use these words interchangeably, but the Bible tells us that there is one devil, Satan, but then he has demons, and demons are uh, plenty. Demons they don't they don't uh, in the spirit realm. Uh, we'll look, look at the man who had legion, and that's uh, that's at least I think that's at least at least uh, two thousand three thousand at least legion, um, um, but. They don't, they don't take up space and time as we know it. So they're not crowded. It's a spirit. Are you hearing me? So casting demons out is not entertainment. It is not showmanship. It is a spiritual priority of the church. Jesus commanded the believers, not just the apostles, 
So if you go to Mark 16, 15 through 18, this is all Bible. Mark 16, 15 through 18. I'll read that. Mark 16, 15 through 18, New uh -huh. King James Version. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Uh -huh. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, mm -hmm. but he who does not believe will be condemned. Uh -huh. And these signs will follow those who believe. So the first thing he does is say, go out into the world and preach the gospel. Then he said, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. Now, that is literally talking about water baptism. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. So now he says, um, he distinguishes who the believers are. And then verse 17, he says what? And these signs will follow those who believe. So who are the believed ones? The saved and baptized in Christ, okay? The, and these signs will follow those who believe. Go ahead. In my name, they will cast out demons. Okay? In my name, they will cast out demons. Okay, go ahead. They will speak with new tongues. Mm -hmm. They will take up serpents. Mm -hmm. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Now, um, I'm not going to teach this verse, but I just want to show you where it literally says, in my name, they will cast out devils or demons. Everybody see that there? So, so believers, and it's not, it is not to publicly go up in a church and, and show you got power. It is, there's a lot of demonic influences that you can cast out every day, even in your mind, even, you know, over your children. i never forget that. Um, there was this one woman that would always visit our church when I first became pastor, and she would just stir up stuff. She, she, was, she would come to the Sunday school and she would just stir up some, just, just start, just, she just demonically influenced. Um, and so it was kind of like, I was like, I, I just got fed up. I was like, okay, either, either you gonna, either the devil gonna come out or you gonna get out. That, that was the two, I didn't say this publicly, but this is, I did, I, this is what I did. And I never forget this. I'm just trying to help you all those that, that you believe, um, I did just like this. I just came, and I just went like that by her, and I just said, hey, sister. And soon I did this in my mind. I just said, I cast you out. The blood of Jesus come against you, and you will not have dominion. That's what, that's what I said in my mind. Didn't say it to anybody. Nobody knew what I said. And uh, she never came back again. I didn't say it to her. She didn't know I was praying it. Nobody knew. But I was, I was not to the woman, to the demon inside. Hear that? Not to the, I wasn't casting her out, but the demon inside. 
and I didn't have to stop. I didn't have to stop Sunday school. I didn't have to call. I just I went over there kindly and just. There were times where demon was acting up. I literally said, "Open the door," and I said, "Say I command you to go out that door." There were times publicly I've done something, and then privately, depending on the situation, but never, never. To, to stop a worship service. Because if you, if you stop the worship service, guess who's going to give you in? He's going to come out, but guess what he's going to do? He's going he gonna to make a show. And we've seen him break windows and throw people around and, 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 and um, you know. And then they, they'll come out, but then some people in the audience will get, like, scared, fearful, think you're crazy. So you... It, it can cause a lot of confusion in, in certain, certain circumstances. You all hear me? Okay, now let's go to, um, so, so please notice that in this, um, in this uh, what I just read, Mark 16 and 15, also notice that he says, in my name, Jesus gives you authority. There's a difference between authority and power. I explained that many times. Does anybody remember the difference between authority and power? Do you all know the analogy I used? Well, I, I, just, saw, I just saw a traffic light out. And I saw a cop with his car in the intersection. Now, what makes us obey the cop? He has the authority. Is he stronger than your three-ton car? Could you not run him over because you, the car is more powerful than the person? But... His authority makes you obey. You all see the difference. So you don't have power. You have the authority to cast out devils. The power comes from Jesus. But he gives you that. He, said, he didn't say, and these signs shall follow them that believe that you will cast out devils. He said, in my name. You have authority. Everybody understand that? Everything you do, you do it in the name of Jesus. That is our authority. I don't have to be powerful. I just have to be given the right badge of authority. A five, three, 98 pound female cop can write me a ticket and take me to jail because she had the authority. And if I overpower her, she can call for backup or she'll take that gun and blow my head off and will not go to jail because she has the authority. You understand what I'm saying? In my name, you deal with the 
devil by the authority of Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? So we must understand that the power is in Jesus and we are given authority to use this power to cast out devils. So the obvious point, the devil is real. <laughs> okay, all right. I know that don't sound profound, but it's true. The devil is real. The devil is real. And my dad, uh, I should say, our former pastor, Superintendent Nick Sherman, that's it. But my dad would say, he would say, the devil is not in a red suit with a pitchfork. With, with, you know, everybody would be scared. Mm -mm. Do you not know that there is no description of Satan? Now, I'm not talking about Lucifer when he was in heaven. I'm talking about the fallen angels. There is no description. You can look in the Bible. There, there, you won't see any description because he works through people. He works through people. When people say, I don't see nothing wrong. I believe I can do that. And of course, he ain't going to come to you saying this is bad. <laughs> he ain't going to say, I'm the devil, I want to possess you. He's going to come in something that is appealing. Are you hearing me? Demons are real. Demonic influences are real. Okay? Okay, so what I want to do is Let's, I'm going to read through, I'm going to, and I put, I put the, uh, the text in your notes, um, should be starting on page five, Sister Drew. I want to read through the notes. The setting here is chapter five. Jesus is going to deal with three outcasts. And we're really going to really just deal with this um, uh, 1 through 20, this man uh, who had the legion. We're only going to deal with him. But he's going he's to use compassion, but he's also teaching us what to think about um, the physical human body, be it sickness, be it death be a demonic influence, how you look at the human body and what the human body is susceptible to. Okay? Okay, so let's, let's, let's read the word and um, this is just going to be setting us up for the series. But let's, let's read the word and see what's going on. Begin. Mark 5, verse 1, New King James Version. Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. Now, um, I don't know if you remember this, uh, First Lady, um, uh, the Dozier, uh, Sister Drew, when we were in Israel. This, when we were in there in 2019, 
this guy didn't really spend a lot of time um, on it, but in 2013, if you remember, there were mountains. When we were on the Sea of Galilee, there were mountains on the far off. Well, in, in those mountains, we, were, we, were, we left this shore. So if, I'm, if, I'm, if we were going to the other side this way, it would have been to your left. But those mountains are far off. There was a region of the Gadarenes which was not Jewish that pigs were raised. Because it, what, it, ain't no pigs going to be in Jerusalem. But there was a region in the mountains, uh, a Gentile area, where um, there, was a, there was a region of Gadarenes where in that region, um, that's where like a Gentile uh, country where, where you, of course, you would have pork and pigs, okay? So, so don't, think this is, don't think this is Jerusalem. It's not Jerusalem. It's not Capernaum. <laughs> it's nothing like that. It was in those, it was in those mountains way off, okay? Um, and when he had come out of the boat, what happened? Immediately what? There met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. A man with an unclean spirit. So we have a man and the unclean spirit. You all see that there? Go ahead. Who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. Now, this is, for those of you, if this is interesting to you, maybe it's not. If you understand the book of Mark, the book of Mark, th this, this uh, text is so unlike the book of Mark. Book of Mark is what we call the action gospel. The action gospel, they just, Mark just get to the point. He doesn't go into description. But here, he takes time to describe what's going on. And this is so unlike Mark's gospel. So there was something that was so impressive about, because usually... When Jesus cast a devil out, they don't really too much describe what's going on. Usually just there was a devil and he cast him out. But look at the description here. Look at the description. We know that um, a man with unclean spilling, uh, spirit who lived and dwelled among the tombs. His friends were dead people. Everything about this man was demonic. He was comfortable in the tombs, okay? And then, um, can you tell me when you went with, uh, uh, what was Sister Blakely, or who went with her? You didn't go with her, did you? Where she, um, she went to Korea or somewhere? The Middle East? The Philippines. And there were some babies that lived in the tombs. In the graveyard. Yeah. Who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not 
even with chains. Now, I've seen where, I've seen where devils get that, that demonic strength. Even in growing up in, in, in the church, I've seen where, you know, devils lifted up uh, deacons and, you know, and, and I've, 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 I've seen that. But no one, so they tried to, he was just acting out so crazy, they tried to bind him. They tried to bind him, and they could not. Chains could not even hold him. Because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken into pieces, neither could anyone tame him. He could not even be reasoned with. Okay? He's setting you up to show you how when Jesus comes, he's not going to act this way. Everybody else, they couldn't bind him. I mean, they couldn't tame him. They couldn't chain him down. Um, and then all, and always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stone. Now, he was even, a, the demon was afflicting the body that it was in. People are demonically influenced, and they just, they don't even care. The demon in them will, will, will just uh, deteriorate that body. You all see that there? Cutting himself with stone. Cutting himself with stone. You've heard that even now, um, um, that there are people, uh, that there, are, there are young people that cut themselves with stone or cut themselves with, with sharp things. That's demonic. Him. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshiped him. Now that's amazing. He ran and worshiped him, and he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? Now, here it is, the demonic demon knows who Jesus is. But that's all in Scripture. That, that, that's all in Scripture. They know who he is. I implore you by God that you do not torment me. Isn't that amazing? The demon using the name of God. Jesus, Son of the Most High, I implore you, by God, do not torment me. Talk in the mic so they'll hear you. I'm curious as he, his, his comment to Jesus was, I mean, he's already been tormented. And he 
tells Jesus to don't torment him. Now, who's, who's been tormenting? Um, I mean, the demons has already been tormenting the man. Mm-hmm. And, and But he tells Jesus to not torment <laughs> Oh. oh, yeah, they've, they've been just tormenting the man, <laughs> but they, they want some mercy from Jesus not to be tormented. He said, so I implore you by God that you do not torment me. Um, well, I don't know what we thought. Maybe Was his thought process was that Jesus was going to tum- torment him some more? Well, I, I, I believe that, okay, what you, what you have here, what you have here is sometimes the man is talking and sometimes the demon is talking. There is not a mixture. So it's not the man and the demon. Sometimes the man is talking. Sometimes the demon is talking. This is the demon saying that, please don't cast us out. Please don't deal with us. Because he knows the demon recognizes it's Jesus, it's God. And whatever God says, they got to do. So what, what they're, what, what, this is the demon saying that, uh, uh, Please, can you just, you know, can you just go to another demon and leave us alone? <laughs> can, you go, can you go cast somebody else out? Look at the boldness. Look at the boldness. In other words, we don't want to leave. We don't want to leave. Yeah, demons don't want to leave. When they, when they get into a, a, a place... Or a space, and I'll deal with that too. A place or a space, two different. Sometimes you don't give place for the devil, but if you even give him space, it's the difference between possession and influence. Okay, let's go on. Um, And he says, um, For he uh, said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Come out of the man. For he said to him, come out of the man, unclean spirit. So he's talking, addressing the spirit. We as believers need to recognize the demonic spirit. Because guess what? The, the ultimate enemy is not the person. The ultimate enemy is the spirit in the person. Sometimes we attach the person with the spirit. And you'd be like, oh, why don't they leave? Yeah, they leave and then spirit get on somebody else. You still got the same problem. Because it's, it's the spirit. You got to recognize the spirit. Go ahead. Then he asked him, what is your name? Mm-hmm. And he answered saying, my name is Legion. Now listen. We are many. Right. He's still addressing the spirit, not the man. Please. There, there's, there's, you know. It's not the man, it's the, the, the spirit. We are, my name is Legion, for we are many. Go ahead. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send him out of the country. Mm-hmm. Now, a large herd of swine was feeding near the mountain. 
So all the demons begged him, saying, send us to the swine that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Now, now, now here is, here is the authority, or no, here is the, the power in Jesus that we, um, we have access to the power through the name of Jesus. But you see the authority that, that, the, that Jesus has over every principality. You ever read the, the book of Ephesians? And he says, and he made us sit together in heavenly places because Jesus has authority in when it says in the heavens and in spirit, the, the heavenlies in Ephesians, in the heavenly, that's the spirit reign. Jesus has authority. He sits in authority, not just in heaven where, where the demons are just running rapid. He has authority over all. Okay? And Jesus gave them permission to go into swine. Send us to the swine that we may enter them. You all see that. So what is Jesus doing? He is not dealing with the man. He is not casting the man into the swine. He's dealing with the demonic influence. As you can tell that because it says that the demons begged him. Yes. The demons mm -hmm. asked, you know, mm -hmm. it's not enough. He's just one man. <laughs> one right. man, because they said it's about 2,000 of them yeah. there going to go into a, 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 a herd of swine. Yeah, but my name is Legion for we are. And so, so in other times, in other words, um, here is a man where the demon is using the body. Demon wants to possess your body and mind. That's, de that, that's the demon's uh, uh, goal, is to possess body and mind. That's, that's their goal. Where's that other mic? Okay. And how they, I can't recall it right now, but they said we adjure you in the name of okay. Paul, Peter, Paul. In the name of Jesus whom Paul preached. Okay. But what was wrong with them? They couldn't. Because what, notice what they said. I, 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 they tried to cast them out in the name of Jesus whom Paul preached. And he says, Paul I know, Jesus I know, but I don't know you. No, you got to have the authority in Jesus' name. The people didn't say, they didn't say in the name of Jesus, they say in the name of Jesus whom Paul preached. In other words, they just heard Paul use that name. They had no relationship with Jesus themselves. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. So we have to have that relationship with a clean life. You got to have a relationship with Jesus. 
and these signs shall follow them that believe. So your authority comes from your relationship with Jesus. You, can't, you just can't say, you know, you know my, mama, my mama go to church, and in the name of Jesus, whom, whom Mother Edwards prayed pray for me this morning. And you're going to say, I know Mother Edwards. I know Jesus. I don't know you. You ain't saved. You ain't saved. You understand? So that, yeah, that's, that's in the book of Acts, I think. In that book of Acts, yeah. Okay, let's go ahead. Send us to the swine that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then what, what happened? And then, then the unclean spirit. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There about were about 2,000. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned into the sea, in the sea. The, so the pigs... The pigs the pigs, so those who fed the swines fled, and they told it to the city and the country. Those pigs drowned. The demons didn't drown. Demons don't die like that. If the devil gets you to blow your head off, the devil's head ain't blown off. That demon ain't coming out wounded. He ain't got to be picked up by the other demons, taken down to intensive care. No, that demon is just as powerful as he was when he told you to blow your head off. He going on to somebody else he can possess. The, the pigs died. Do you all hear that? Demons don't drown. Demons don't die. Not this death. But their goal was to kill that man. So once they accomplish their assignment, so what you're saying is once they accomplish their assignment, they get you to do what they want you to do, then they're going on to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if It's kind of like this. If the demons had full control, you'd be dead. But God allows grace to come for some to be free, to be liberated, in, in liberty, to be free. Now, here is another point to prove. So those who fed the swine fled, and they told it in the city and the country, and they went out to see what it was that had happened, then they came to Jesus and saw, watch this, then they came to Jesus and saw what? The, the one, one who, who had, had been, been demon-possessed uh -huh, and, and had, had the, the legion, legion sitting, sitting clothed and, clothed and, in, and in his right mind, and, and they, they were afraid. They're afraid now. They're afraid. Yeah, they were afraid. 
Now, he was in the tomb cutting himself. They were just going to the market, going out. They all right. Somebody's so crazy that when they get delivered, you don't want to be around them. <laughs> and those who saw it. And those who saw it told, told him. him how it happened to him who had been demon-possessed and about the swine. Now, now, let's go back to, you know, our little testimony. We used to say, thank God, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, what, what we used to say, and clothed in my right mind. That's where we get that. That's where we get that from, clothed in our right mind. In other words, the same man <laughs> who was naked, bleeding, rowdy, demon-possessed, the same man, as soon as that demon came out, he went and got his suit on. <laughs> first, no, first he took a shower, <laughs> brushed his teeth, shaved. Then he, he, he got decked out in his Armani suit. And he was sitting right next to Jesus. He was sitting right next to Jesus. Sitting right next to the same man that was cutting himself. What happened? What happened? What happened to the one that we cast out? What happened to the one that we talked about? What happened to the one that we stereotyped? What happened? Sitting in church, <laughs> well-dressed, and leading testimony service. <laughs> they want you crazy. The same man. They look, look, I want to read that. Um, then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legion sitting and, sitting and clothed. In other words, sitting means order. <laughs> and clothed and in his what? Right mind. And those who saw it told them, now it happened, and them who had been demon possessed and about the swine. Then they began to plead with him to depart from their region. Now, let me give you my commentary, my commentary on um, why, why they wanted Jesus out of their region. Why do you think they wanted Jesus out of their region? Well, uh, like I say, this is not, this is not Jew, Jew, Jerusalem. This is the Gadarenes where uh, pigs meant uh, money. This man killing pigs, get him out of here. <laughs> it, it wasn't about the demons. Oh, they was, well, they heard about what? He sent demons and 2,000 pigs. 2,000? Yeah. On Greg's farm. 
Greg lost 2,000? Get that man out. I can't afford to be losing this money. <laughs> they, they don't care nothing about the pigs. I mean, nothing about the demons. But it's about, wait a minute, I care more about <laughs> my money than a man getting delivered. I care more about the money than the man getting delivered. Well, L. Edwards, that's the, absolute, that, that, that's the absolute opposite of Jesus. He's caring mm -hmm. more about, about the, the soul, soul. And the human being yeah. than the pigs. Mm -hmm. I was, I was, I was, and this was, I don't know what year this was, but, I, you know, the, the neighborhood we were at used to frustrate me, just frustrate me. And I would just say, you know, I, I just, it just frustrated me. The bills and the people seem like they don't care. And I was just, I was just telling, I was just talking to myself. I said, like, don't make any sense. All these people mess up this neighborhood. Why don't they just have some self? And, and the Lord spoke to me very clearly. As I was saying, you know, I'm ready to move. I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to leave this neighborhood. I want out of here. The Lord spoke to me very clearly. He said, if you don't value what I value, I'm not going to value what you value. And I got convicted. And then after that, I would go over to that apartment complex and I would sit down with those people. I, didn't, I looked over the beer, looked over the wine. I would just sit down and talk with them. And some of them started coming to church because I got a rapport with them. They were, I would wave at them and I would have more compassion on them than just judging them. And I would just sit down. Sometimes if I would be there at the office, before I would leave, I would just go over there. If I see them sitting down or having a beer, I would just sit down right next to them and talk with them. They were like, oh, Rev, sorry. I was like, oh, man, go ahead and do what you're doing. I've seen a beer before. And I just talked with them and just shared with them. Let them know I cared about them. A lot of times we can judge a circumstance without seeing the de demonic influence behind it. And if you don't know that demons are real and they can they attach themselves to, to families, generational curses, why some people are so susceptible to chemicals and it, 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 it's that demonic influence and tendencies are passed down through bloodlines. You got a question? Give her, give her a mic because live stream people get me if they don't. Uh, but it, it, it can be passed down through generation. It, it can be in certain addresses and, and certain zip codes. looking for the devil to come through two 
who I was and evolved, but I had to come out of that. You know, and it's funny how you look. You think you becoming one way, but yes. you're changing another Amen. way. Yes. It yes. About changed. being watchful. Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's say praise the Lord. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yes, we have to be watchful. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to dismiss, come on camera, just give me some music. I'm going to dismiss because um, I'm, we're going to be dealing with, dealing with how the devil can come in. We're going to be dealing with that and looking at that more. So this is just a, a uh, introduction of of what we're going to dealing with. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this one point as we close. This is the one point I want you to look at. Um, and when he got in the boat, Jesus, he who had been demon possessed, begged him that he might be with him. Two points. If when you go back and read this text up until this point, I want you to see how many times you see the word beg. Every, he, they beg Jesus not to cast him out. They, he beg, all this begging going on. Now here is the last point I want to like. The man who was delivered from Jesus did not want Jesus to leave. Now, physically, this is talking about what happened time in history. Spiritually, you apply that. The feeling or what Jesus did for me, I need to stay where my deliverance came from because that is how I'm going to keep my deliverance. Don't leave me, Jesus. Don't leave me to myself. See, a lot of times you say, oh, I'm cool. I'm done. No, you ain't done. You ain't cool. Because as soon, soon as God leave you to yourself, you're going to be back doing what you did. 
Jesus, don't leave me. <laughs> I know where my source, my deliverance came from. Old mother told me, what you did to get it is what you're going to have to do to keep it. I don't know who, somebody, I don't remember who said that, but I think it was a touch or a night I got the Holy Ghost. I remember she said, what you did to get it, you do the same thing to keep it. Everybody's standing. Beg Jesus not to leave. We, we have, sometimes we have what I call silent killers. Silent killers where, where people get saved, but in some cases they never really take the time to get delivered. They get saved. They're a new creature in Jesus Christ, but just because they don't have physical ailments, their mind is all messed up. And they don't get the time or take the time to get healed from their mind. And then because they're not healed in their mind, they become vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy. Because they're distrusting. Because of fear. Because of what happened in the past, because of bitterness, because of, I don't like nobody telling me what to do, I don't like nobody controlling me, because of that. All of that, they're vulnerable because they don't deal with the mind issue. And because it's not showing on the outside, they can put a facade on, but then something, the demonic influence can see the vulnerability, so, so things can be, re, can, they can act out in certain things where the d demon can act out in them because they're vulnerable to these attacks. Because they have not closed the door on something. Don't sit in the church and be a silent, chained up person. When Jesus came to free you up. That's why I want the devil cast out of my mind. But if you don't face those things, if you don't deal with them, that's why James says, confess your faults one to another that ye may be healed. Now you may not have, maybe, maybe it may not mean that I'm going to get up in the, in, in, in the front and just tell, tell all my business, but I may, somebody that I trust, that, that, that I can go to, not going to tell my business, I may have to share so we can pray together, so we can deal with it. So we, but if you don't deal with it, the devil can always use it. You can always use it because you fail to be uh, honest enough. I just want to put on the facade and be fake. Nobody knows. So I'll go home still tortured by it because I have not dealt with it. And I pray in this continuation of the spirit of revival that 
We don't ignore those things. But, but we just say, Lord, you know, the devil can, can attack here, and I'm, I'm casting them out of my mind. I'm taking authority over that. And, and in Jesus' name, I'm not going to, then I get into my secret closet where I can really be honest with God. Nobody's listening but God. Then I can just tell the Lord. And then if it got to the point that I've got I've to talk to someone, pray with someone. But I've got to deal with these things in my mind. Because the devil in influences can come. And if you're not careful, that's why you thank God for great, thank God for being saved, because if you won't, that's why people can walk into places and, and just shoot, shoot up things. People can walk in and just do things because that demon, how many times have you heard, they heard a voice saying, do that? They heard a voice. Well, yeah, because somebody in their right mind wouldn't do that. And now the, now the way the world is going now, uh, anger is just so prevalent. I mean, people will kill you over cutting them off in the street. They have no value. And that is all demonically influenced. Because they had no family structure, because they had no reference point, they just was raised, and so the devil can say, oh, I can just, you can do anything I say because you ain't got no conscience. There's so much to go into. I, I, I'll be here too long, but we're going to go into part two next week. Bow that head. Lord, cast the devil out of my mind. Cast the devil out of my family. Cast the devil out. Father, thank you for your word, but thank you even these, these, these studies that we come to that that are not exciting and joyous, but that are very needed for the body of Christ. To understand where there is a Holy Spirit, there is a demonic spirit. And Lord, we want to be led by the true spirit. We want to be led by the good and the right that you tell us to do. We want to be, we want to take our authority over the enemy. Help us to understand right from wrong. Help us to recognize. Give us that discerning spirit, the discerning gift to understand what is from you and what is not from you. I pray, Father, for everyone here under the sound of my voice that you will keep our minds stayed on you. I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed Keep us with a mind stayed on you. Come on, say, Lord, keep me with a mind stayed on you. Keep me with a mind stayed on you. Lord, we want to be clothed and in our right mind. We want to be able to do your will. We want to walk in your ways. I pray for everyone here. I pray for everyone listening under the sound of my voice that we will just take our authority in Jesus' name and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Come on, say that. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. In Jesus' name, I am healed, I am delivered, I am set free, 
in the name of Jesus. Come on, clap those hands and praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, worship the Lord for a few minutes. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I'm praying for all the sick and afflicted ones. I'm praying for Sister Candace Hall, Brother Mark James, Deacon Simpson, Mother Roberts. I'm praying for all the ones, Father. Sister Jackie Ridley, all the ones that I don't know to call. I'm praying for sickness. Sister Joyce Esprit. Lord, these ones, Father, that have ailments, that have sicknesses that I didn't call, I'm praying, Father, for healing. Praying for healing of the mind. Hallelujah. Praying for healing of the mind. Praying for healing of the mind. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Put your hand on your mind and just begin to, Lord, Lord, cast the devil out of my mind. Let my mind think of the love of Jesus, of the goodness of the Lord. I pray your blessings over my mind. I pray the blood of Jesus over my mind. In the name of Jesus, touch right now. Touch right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. I have, I have so much.